0: You are still listening to Money Talk on Mix 93.8 FM and it's time for our Plus 94 Research Intuitive Business Feature. Remember, small businesses stand a chance to win one thousand rand in this feature by sending us uh, case studies on research done on the success or failure of a business. Don't miss out on this opportunity. Send us your case studies in this regard to radio at moneyweb.co.za. Tonight we are focusing on price elasticity. As usual, Plus 94 Research CEO Sviso Falala joins us in studio. Welcome once again.
1: Thank you very much for having me.
0: Let's start with the basic explanation of what is meant or encompassed in price elasticity.
1: Uh, quite simply, it means that when you charge a certain price, if you increase that price, you'd expect the demand for the product to to decrease. Okay. And if you reduce the price, you'd expect the demand for the product to increase. So you've got products that have a price that is highly elastic. Mm-hmm. What that means is that as soon as you change the price, even by a cent or two cents, you lose so many customers. Uh, so there's a way you work that out. It's basically the percentage um, change in the number of people that want the product divided by the percentage change in the price. Okay. And you really wish for the number of people that um, are being reduced from the purchasing pool to be smaller than the percentage change in price. In other words, your price increase should have a positive impact on your bottom line. Uh. So and, and then on the other hand, you also have pricing that is inelastic. For instance, if you change the price, the demand does not change. All right. Um It might even go up. For instance, um, um, luxury products like mm. a Bentley or a Rolls oh, Royce.
0: Oh yes. <laughs> you, you, you
1: may increase the price. It, it might actually encourage more more of the people that buy it to buy more of it. Mm. Um, so that's that's a definition there.
0: On the research element, do you find that uh, a lot of businesses go hard into? Digging up information about what price elasticity would mean for their product. I mean, you just mentioned the high-end products like a Bentley. If they drop the price, I'm sure even some who could not really afford it but are still okay could want to go buy it, but because the price doesn't change, they don't.
1: And then those that do buy it because it's expensive, might then not want to buy it because Ah. everyone now is able to buy it. Mm -hmm. You must remember that price is not just um, the legal tender between yourself buying the product and the company that is selling it. Mm -hmm. It also represents an emotional connection between you and the product that you are using to express yourself through. Mm -hmm. It is also at the same time something that can represent prestige and, and status. Uh, Price is very important for businesses. If your price is lower than the cost of producing the product, you don't have a Uh. a, 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 a business. So it's very important for the price to be at least higher than the cost of operating.
0: Okay. How then does one price accordingly while operating in a regulated environment?
1: Yeah, in a regulated environment, it's very difficult because you'd have to operate within the confines of the regulation. Mm. Um, it doesn't matter what the optimal price is. You would want to, and most people would tend to comply and charge the regulated uh price. Okay. So that's very limiting in that sense and the level of competitiveness now depends on you being able to reduce your operating costs. So if you can reduce your costs of producing your goods then it's all now about the margin mm-hmm. because remember the important thing about pricing is the margin that that, that it offers you right. um, as, as a profit on, on each unit that you sell.
0: Speaking of regulation, what types of environments are regulated? At the top of my head I can think of bread. Which has been a contentious issue over the past few years. Um,
1: I think, um, and also in other uh, industries, uh, for instance, state-owned enterprises, Mm. uh, the transfer and sale of, uh, for example, uh, oil uh, through the pipelines and things like that. It's very important to understand the environment in which you operate in, first of all, as a business, whether it is regulated or it is not regulated, because you might find yourself infringing on the law without the intention of, of, of doing so. Uh. So that's the first thing that one needs to establish. And importantly, to also understand the pricing regimes for your competitors uh, in respect of price is not just about an absolute price, but it's also about value for money, perceived value for money. So you might have a, a product, a product, a, 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 a say bread you've given an example of bread uh, which is say 15 rand or 17 Mm. rand but you might also be able to get a loaf of bread that is 30 rand because it is perceived to be fortified with vitamins Mm. it is perceived to be healthier made of special ingredients and so on and so forth so while the absolute price might be higher the perceived value might be even higher than the one that you the product that you buy at a lower price
0: the interesting element in the thread that you're speaking about is this uh, surprising balance between the pricing issue and some sort of prestige or luring a market that is perceived to want to buy certain things and they are basically lured into that notion by the seller itself. How do those two relationships go together versus regulation and versus value for money?
1: Yeah, because um, most people- People, to a large degree, uh, would see price as an indication of quality, which mm. it, no, it is not always, it's not always the case that that is true. Yeah. Um, so, for instance, uh, a company like Louis Vuitton, they would dispose of their products so that they do not have to sell them at a lower price, and therefore, they maintain the standing of the product as a premium product for which a lot has to be uh, paid for. Mm. And that's in the luxury uh, environment. If you're looking at the lower end of the market where you'd offer and then find that you have to compete Uh, And the competition is often fierce. What you do need uh, is research. Uh, You need uh, market research. Mm -hmm. You need to understand what is the optimal price. There are tools for establishing what is the optimal price. What is a price premium? What is a bargain basement in terms of um, the price that you can charge? So research would help you locate your product Mm -hmm. by understanding how it relates from a quality point of view to what it can fetch on the market. If the combination is wrong, your product will not sell. the The golden thread there is, if your margin is very small based on your costs, maybe because your reputation is also small, mm-hmm. you have to sell high volumes. Right. Um, traditionally, your retailers like your pick and pay Woolworths were presumed to have small margins. Mm-hmm. Everyone used to think that they make two cents or three or five cents per item, and therefore, what they needed to do was to sell to millions of people in order to have a substantial profit. Nowadays, I don't know if that is still the case, yeah. but their margins are, are, are relatively small. Um, if, on the other hand, you're selling luxury goods, then you can get away with uh, selling smaller volumes. Mm. So you, but however you can't be in between, you can't say, I have a, a small margin and small volumes, then your business will not be viable. So you have to play around and you have to then do research to understand where exactly you fit in so that you have the right combination between your price and um, uh, the quality perception and the value perception.
0: Common mistakes in this regard? What do some businesses uh, do that is completely wrong and leads to the failure of their business or placement of their product?
1: Well, they charge... um, wrongly in a sense that they will charge according to what their competitors are charging. Mm -hmm. So they think that if company A is charging, say, 15 rand 50 for an item, we can just charge 15 rand 49 or 15 rand 51 cents. That's a very common uh, mistake. Mm -hmm. The other mistake is companies that offer um, better products and deliver them faster, more efficiently is to undercharge for their products mm. when those products could fetch better margins they 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 tend to to undercharge and more often than not companies are forced when products are stuck on their shelves to offer discounts right. seasonal discounts black friday <laughs> discounts, oh, yes. and all those kinds of things where products are literally at the cost of purchase um, uh, for the retailers, or even below the cost of uh, purchase, in order to just increase um, the volumes, so getting the optimal price for your product is very important, and hence the notion of doing a price elasticity study uh-huh. because then you you get to a point whereby a percentage change in your uh, price is equal to a percentage change in your um demand okay. and if you increase the f- price any further now you're going to have a bigger decline in volumes than what you are gaining through a price increase mm. so it needs to be more or less a scientific uh, process and the biggest mistake is that it often is not
0: hmm. <laughs> lastly how does this apply to a new business or even a new market
1: yeah, if you're in a, a new market which is completely uh, new, you might want to apply what is uh, called a market penetration uh, strategy or a pricing strategy, mm-hmm. where you enter with a very low price, bare bonds, kind of price to attract people to get into your product category. Um, if you're an established uh, business, it's critically important to understand how much leverage your reputation and the whole suite of products that you have offers you in terms of perceived equity and value for money of your of your product mm. so and still in both instances um, whether you are new or not you need to have a fix on the volume of purchasers okay for a fixed price offering because the two tend to move in different directions yeah. as one increases the other one tends to decrease so that's really the, the golden thread there.
0: Thank you so much for your input as always. Plus94 Research CEO Svisa Falala talking to us about price elasticity in this week's intuitive business feature.